is Niall Boylan with you for the next hour or so. Now, here you're a racist now, father. Is that true, father? <laughs> that has to be the funniest line in comedy history. And it's been used on so many gifts over the last two or three days. Or here you're a racist now, father. Very interesting debate last night between Neil Richmond, TD and Minister for State. And also John McGurk from Grip Media, if you were watching The Tonight Show last night. What an absolute shit show. I mean, you would imagine at some point the host of the show would have interjected and brought a bit of normality to it with Neil Richmond making some of the most outrageous comments and not even listening to what John McGurk had to say or maybe just pretending he wasn't listening. I don't particularly know. He was doing that old trope when you talk about immigration, referring to uh, you know people who work in hospitals, people from the Philippines, I imagine, who work in hospitals, diversity in society, people who work in you know all the international companies like Google and all those other places who are are not originally from Ireland, obviously, but come here through the proper visa process and come here through natural immigration policy. And he was comparing that with everything in immigration. You, I mean, you just can't do that. And he constantly kept doing it and talking over John McGurk all the time. And to be honest with you, it was actually embarrassing to watch. Really embarrassing to watch. Uh, also as well, can I just say, yesterday's podcast broke all of our podcast records. So thank you to, very much to everybody who either downloaded or watched it live yesterday. So much so, we decided the debate was so important in relation to immigration and what happened in Ballinrobe yesterday that we would leave it up online. So if you go onto Twitter on Facebook, we left the stream up. And people often ask me, why do you always delete the live stream? Well, the reason we delete the live stream is to get you to go to our website and Spotify and everything else because it's the only way we can make any revenue is obviously asking you to sign up to our website. So, our, you know, and when you go to our website, you're actually, realistically, when you're listening to the podcast on our website, you're actually listening to it from Spotify or iTunes or somewhere else because it's just basically been transferred through to our website. So that's the only way that we can actually make any money is by asking you to subscribe to the site. So please do that. Support the show. And I say it every day and I probably normally would say it at the end of the show, but I'm saying it at the start of the show now because it's really important. Um, again, I want to explain to you in more detail our plans, but I don't want to do that yet because I don't want to let cats out of bags. Because other people out there tend to want to copy us all the time because we're the ones who are doing it right with Ireland's only fully interactive podcast every single day. So what I will say to you is we do have a plan. We're going to make the podcast much more accessible. We're going to try and put it into everybody's home every single day. I'm not giving too many clues away, am I? But anyway, we will want to make it more. And the more popular it gets, of course, the more powerful it becomes. So please support the podcast. If you can, subscribe to us. It's five ninety nine a month. There's three of us working on the show here. We don't get paid. Uh, we don't make enough money to even cover the costs. But thank you to those who do subscribe and who have donated to us. Not enough, unfortunately, but we need you to do it. So please, if you get a chance at some point over the next couple of hours, go to our website, nileboylan.com. If you can't subscribe and you can't afford to commit monthly to five ninety nine plus tax, which is basically a pint of beer between the three of us once a month for what we do, I would ask you even just make a one-off donation. You can click on donate. If you go into the menu there on the website, you'll see donate and you can just do a one-off donation for five or 500, whatever you want. So please support the show and we can continue to do this every single day. And we want to continue to do it every day. We want to do more of it and we want to make it more accessible. So please help us to do that. The only way we can do it is with your help. Remember, it's your show, your platform, your uncensored opinions. Now, today, I wanted to talk about this idea. There was a couple of years ago, it was suggested uh, people should be required to show proof of ID to set up any social media account. And the government and the opposition agreed with the suggestion at the time. Now, the idea is back again. 
And this time they kind of mean business. The Children's Rights Alliance, CyberSafe Kids and the ISPCC are urging politicians to use a new online safety and uh, media regulation bill to mark the end of self-regulation for tech and social media giants. They say for too long the responsibility to keep yourself safe has rested with young users themselves and with parents. And the idea is back again. And this time, as I said, they mean business. Last week, it was suggested that the use of porn sites should be only for those who verify their identification and keep children away from harmful content. And I think most people would probably have agreed with that. We didn't even do it as a topic because the majority of people would agree with that when it comes to pornography sites. And last week, it was suggested to also that social media should now require a valid form of identification to verify that you are who you say you are. Now, there are pros and cons to this suggestion. I'm all for freedom of speech and I support it in every single way. And I'm against anything that stifles free speech. But I will argue that free speech does come with legal responsibilities. If you defame anybody or make a false accusation against somebody, you should be legally responsible for destroying a person's reputation. And that goes without saying. The downside of this idea is that it creates a chilling effect on speech and whistleblowing if people have to identify themselves. Now, the latest proposal has been put forward by Ireland's new online safety commissioner, Ireland, according to some accounts, Ireland is taking a bold step towards safeguarding children online with its new proposed online age verification system. The initiative comes from Commission Naman, which is, if you don't know who Commission Naman are, they used to be called the BAI or the Broadcasting Authority. Now they're called Commission Naman because they regulate everything, including social media. Ireland's Online Safety Commission office, which aims to ensure that adult content remains out of the reach of young users. The draft online safety uh, code could transform into active Ireland's passport ID law, requiring stringent measures to validate a user's age before accessing social media platforms and adult websites. So they're now including social media as well. Reading from one website, it says, under the new regulations, accessing Facebook with ID in Ireland or any other major social network could involve submitting a photo or a live camera shot. Such online age verification in Ireland isn't merely about uh, erecting digital barriers. It's about securing children's welfare in an increasingly connected and complex world. This is according to the object, or should I say to those who agree with it. But I want to know if you would object to it. So I think we all agree that it's, it's very important that we protect children from pornography. But now we're moving into social media. Now, that means that everybody who's using Twitter, everybody who's using Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever it happens to be, in Ireland, you will have to produce a valid form of identification, i.e. your passport or upload a photograph of it or your driver's license, or it could involve taking a photograph of you. I'm sure if many of you have signed up for Revolut, which I have, when you sign up, they ask you to upload your passport and they also ask you to take a photograph of yourself and upload it to them. That little circle comes up for your head to sit in the middle of. I'm sure you've all done that. It takes about an hour or two and then there are software checks to make sure it's valid, etc., etc., and to make sure your picture matches the one in the passport. In other words, they verify you are who you say you are. Would you like to see that on social media? Do you think it'll make social media a safer place? Do you think it's a good idea? Or are there too many risks involved in accessing your privacy um, just so you can use social media? It looks like it's going to happen, but do you agree with it? Let me know what you think. The number is 85 55 That's 85 55 Do you agree with having to verify your identification to use social media? It would certainly do away with all the trolling, that's for sure. Let me go to Tom. Tom, hi, how are you doing? 
Not too bad, no. Um, how are yourself, Niall? Good, Tom. I mean, Ireland seems to be leading the way when it comes to all this. And I'm looking here, there's an American website, and they've actually said the debate on Ireland's approach to safeguarding the internet for minors is a nuanced one. In other words, that we're kind of all-encompassing. In other words, we're not just going for the, the pornography now, we're going for everybody, for social media. Uh, would you object to having to upload your driver's license or passport? Completely object. I think it's absolutely abhorrent. I think that um, anonymity online is is something that was pretty much guaranteed when the internet set off to the public. Um, I personally, I would agree, as you said earlier, as anyone with common sense would, that we need to protect kids, that we need to protect them from things like pornography. But the onus falls on the parents. Mm. Um, if we were to go, if we were to go down any form of road in terms of protection for kids, like for, first of all, they're not allowed on social media unless they're 13 years or older. I'd go a step further. I don't think anyone should be allowed a smartphone until they're um, about 18 years of age because it's just addictive and dangerous as things like smoking, drinking, gambling. It's anti-social, apart from anything else, yeah. yeah. There's that too, but it's been proven time and again that it releases the exact same type of dopamine into your brain every time your phone vibrates as smoking cigarettes, as taking drugs, as drinking. Mm. So it's, it's really, really detrimental to the development of any child. It's detrimental to adults. We've seen that. We've seen how people react to things online and how they take things personally. But I think having to upload your IDs and stuff like that just to log into social media, I think it's absolutely abhorrent. I think it's an absolute invasion of privacy. Okay, so when you say it's an invasion of privacy, I mean, we already give them quite a lot of information. For example, when you set up, we do. When you set up a social media point account, point. you give them your email address and your phone number. You have to give your phone number, of course, for verification. So, and the same, well, you do, don't you? With social, with Twitter, you have to give your phone number. They don't have mine. Well, well, I well, then how did you set it up? Because I remember when I set up Twitter first, and every now and again they still do this thing where if, if I log on from a different computer, they send me a code, you know, via my phone or a text or something with a code on it. I uh, I, I get an email for that sort of thing. They have oh, my okay. email address, but they don't have my phone number. Right. Okay. Um, I okay. won't give my phone number to social media sites because they're mm. not entitled to it. It's mine. But, um, but here's the thing, I, as, I use my real name on social media and, you know, a, on, a, on Twitter. A lot of people don't. I know. By the way, I have no objection to you calling yourself Porky the Pig or whatever it happens to be, right? That's fine, as long yeah, as, yeah, as, long as the social media company is aware of who you are. Because here's the problem. I don't agree with censoring speech at all. I'm all for free speech, yeah. right? But that comes yeah, with responsi- But that, that comes with responsibility. So, for example, yep, if you went on, absolutely, yeah, if you went online and made accusations against me that were completely untrue, I should have some sort of there comeback. Should be legal, there should absolutely be legal ramifications for stuff like that. But how, but how can agree. there be legal ramifications if we've no idea who you are? That's actually a fair point. I never thought of that. Um, but at the same time, I still think that anonymity is sacrosanct. Like what you said a while ago about um, whistleblowers. Mm-hmm. Like, how yeah, would that ever I get that. Yeah. ever again? Yeah, and I and you I know, know people, for example, who work in the civil service, and they're not allowed yeah. really use social media because they're not allowed to be anti-government while they're working for the civil service. So they would use a different account. Say, yeah. What I what I would say if someone made an accusation against you online and they weren't who they say they are, it was say it was a porky pig, for example. To yeah. use your example. Yeah. Their accusations just shouldn't be taken seriously. Simple as. That's easy to say, but unfortunately... It's a uh, common sense approach, and unfortunately, yeah. common sense is not common. <laughs> but no, it's not, because unfortunately, things can't be unsaid. That's the problem, you know what I mean? Yeah. So when somebody says yeah, something, it can't be unsaid. That's true. Let's say that I accuse you of something online, yeah. and you know, there's no way of verifying who I am. Why should that accusation be taken seriously? 
Mm-hmm. There's no evidence of it. There's no nothing. There's nothing to back it up. You can't you can't attach it to an actual person. So yeah. it's as if a boss said it or something. So it shouldn't. Yeah. No, I, I, and anyway. you are right. You are right. But unfortunately, it yeah. is what it is. And if people make a serious accusation against somebody, yep. particularly say of a sexual nature, you know, because they yeah, seem to do like the that you were on the Epstein client list now or yeah. something stupid like that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Even though that wasn't a list. Yeah, that well, wasn't a list. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of people on the client list. I'd say we're shitting themselves over the weekend, particularly uh, Bill Clinton. Yeah, but they're never going to release the client list because the people in charge who are hiding it are probably well, they on did, the well, list. Well, they did release, release a list of loads of names the other day there, you they know. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't. They released court documents from 2015 from That's one right, yeah. of 36 victims. From one of 36 victims. Mm. We didn't get a client list. We got her statement. Yeah, I've seen, seen a few names and, like David Copperfield and Michael Jackson. And yeah, 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 yeah. And Stephen Hawking. Stephen. <laughs> I mean, that, that had to be the oddest I, one, actually. I, yeah. I, I, I can't imagine Stephen Hawking partying on Epstein Island, to be honest with you. Oh, my God. God, it just, oh, it, it, I, it's just, I've, I've it's seen that, some of the funny gifts that are going that around. Herself is proof that it's not yeah. a list. Like, what's yeah. he going to do? Just stand in the corner and beep? <laughs> <laughs> Stay there for a second, Tom. Stay there, Tom. Let me go to Dylan. Dylan, hi. How are you? Hey, no, how's it going? Good. Dylan, would you agree with the idea of having to prove your identity to use social media? Um, no, no, I object to that um, on the on the basis of anonymity. Anonymity, being anonymous. Yeah, yeah, that's the word. <laughs> it's a dreadful um, word. I know it's one of my bugbears. <laughs> that word. Yeah, uh, I think corn is a Trojan horse for bringing this into social media. You know, they talk about the, the safeguarding of children. I think it, it, the onus is on the parents and to safeguard their children from from the dangers of pornography and introducing that um, at a young age. And you know, there's 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 various workarounds that that if you know. If, you there, Dylan? Sorry, have we lost you? Oh, I think we've lost. I think we lost Dylan there for some reason. Uh, let's go to Pat. Pat, hi. How are you? Yeah, good. How are you? Good, Pat. Sorry about that. We lost Dylan there. I'm sure he was saying something very important, but we lost him. Um, yeah. In, in, in relation to social media, would you be happy enough with the idea of having to produce your uh, verify or your valid identification? Yeah. So there's two points, obviously. Um, Point number one is social media should all be at least 16 plus, right? I don't think that anyone at the age of 13 or under should be on social media. Um, the simple reason is there's too many predators out there now. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with um, uh, some of them sting groups that will be making videos Yes, now. yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's happening more and more. I mean, there's even people in my local area who were caught in the UK, you know? Um, yeah. Who, in fact, I not personally new, but new to someone, this person. And um, yeah, I think we should be verified online 100% uh, because that way, you know, we can control it in some way and that we don't have 11, 10-year-olds, 9-year-olds, you know, who are vulnerable to predators like that, you know? Yeah, but the danger is, and, and people's objection would be that, you know, you're a grown adult, Pat, you know, why should you have to produce your passport for Twitter or social or Facebook or Meta or whatever they call it nowadays? Why should you have to give them your personal information? Which is, I mean, firstly, that would have to be conducted by a third party because you couldn't just give that control to social media companies. It would have to be a trusted third party. But even then, with the way hacking happens in this world nowadays, we've seen it with the HSE, we've seen it with many other companies, the Russians are quite adapt when it comes to hacking, that all of a sudden your personal information, your passport photographs, your passport identification could be leaked on the internet. 
I, I, I know that, and maybe we should have to come up with something that, uh, uh, like the the old age card or something like that, you know, or, or something where you don't have your passport number on it, you know. Yeah. Because I mean, um, I, like we we need to safeguard it in so, in somewhat, you know. I mean, you book a flight, you know, you give your passport details, you know. I mean, your let's be honest, your details are all over the internet. Whether yeah. you like it or yeah, not. Yeah, no, I know. You, know? Yeah. you open a bank you, account, you have to give your passport details online if you open your bank account online. Yeah. That, that's it, like, you know what I mean? So, like, I mean, all your details, whether you like it or not, are online in somewhat. And and you you might be oblivious. You might even know about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you might think, oh, yeah, I just typed in something, you know, I bought something on the internet. And all your next week, your date of birth, your, your first name, your last name, your address, is honest, you know? I mean, you know, we that's the world we're living in now, isn't it? Yeah, well, let me just go back to Dylan. And stay there for a second, Pat. Dylan, are you back? Yeah, apologies about that. That's okay. No, no, Pat makes good points there. You know, when you're online shopping, so you give your credit card or debit card details online. When you set up a bank account online, you have to upload your passport and all those kind of things. All those details are already out there. I mean, what's the big deal for for not using it for social media? Well, regarding social media, you're you're putting your opinions out there, and they can be easily taken out of context, or or they can be you know anti-government anti-whatever hate speech laws the, the government put in, anti, whatever their definition of hate is. Um, I, I think a big worry with that as well is, is financial freedom. Um, I'd worry that if, if I said something anti-government, everything's linked to my passport, everything's linked to my ID. Um, such as the, the Canadian truckers protest, let's say, in, in Canada, they protested based off COVID restrictions. And the Canadian government shut down their bank accounts and, you know, put a real stop to, to them feeding their children and, and paying bills, etc. Yeah, well, that's so wrong. That's dystopian material, isn't it? I mean, we know that's wrong. Yes, but, but that's, that's the line that we're going down now. Mm-hmm. One, one day I put up something about Leo Varagher that he doesn't like, and, and then my bank account frozen in the morning because everything's linked. Everything's going to be a digital ID. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, but, that's, uh, the problem. that's the word we're living in. And that's, like, I'm completely against all that, and I'm against... Like the smart meter, same at the ESB, because I reckon if they want to cut you off, they cut you off, you know, and that's why I refuse to get one of those put into my house, you know? Yeah, so control. Yeah, but on one hand, Pat, yeah. you're agreeing with it to safeguard children primarily. But on the other yeah, hand, you're, you're kind of disagreeing with it and agreeing with Dylan. So so which is it? I mean, if I set up no. t- my Twitter account tomorrow... By the way, it, this doesn't necessarily mean, Dylan uh, and Pat, that when you go on Twitter or Facebook, you have to use your real name. But it just means that the the name that you set up the account through is your real name and is your identification. Now, when you go on, you can set up your username as Dylan the Deed or, you know, Doomsday Dylan or Doomsday whatever. I don't You can call yourself Porky Pig if you want. It doesn't matter. But as long as there is, you know, somewhere in the background, your actual identification, so they know it's really you. That, isn't that the point? Now, and by the way, I'm not, I'm not agreeing with it. I'm just giving the arguments for us that they're, they're giving. I personally don't agree with so, it. <laughs> so, as I say, if it's not public facing, you know, if it's only background information that the government would have over you, mm. um, it sounds like it can only be negative on, on our end if, if the government have anything against us, they can pull us aside with this, with this digital ID. I mean, I use, I use my real name on Twitter all the time, and I put stuff up that mm. would be considered anti-government. Uh, on a regular basis, and I, I, I don't, I wouldn't let anybody tell me what I can and can't say. Now there is limits because I still work for a radio station, so I have there, there is a level of limits that I, you know, and I have to be reasonably careful about what I say. But I'm not going to defame anybody anyway. You know what I mean? And let's say now, five years ago, if if you had have pointed out Epstein's island, you could have been, you know, in trouble for defaming or 
uh, calling out someone and, and you know there was no proof at, uh, of it at the time but five years later down the line we have we have proof mm. so you know there's things like that where we need to take into into account where in the future these things could come true but what you're saying now might be seen with a bit of scrutiny in other words what you're saying is that it'll stop the whistleblowing yeah yeah essentially right, yeah. okay but do me a favor Pat and Dylan stay there just for a second because I've got to take a quick break Niall Boylan has been told to shut up from the time he was in school all through his life, they just keep telling him to shut up. But not anymore. Because now he has his own live podcast, the Niall Boylan Podcast. All right, let me go to Breda as well. Breda, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall, how are you? Good. How would you feel if before you come on the show, I asked everybody to produce their identification for my producer? I don't think it would work well because a lot of people come on the show and use fake names too. So... You know. Well, yeah, in that instance, it wouldn't work. But I, I, I do, like, we have a public service card, and most people have one now. So why can't they, like, issue something like that that just has your name and your age on it, and it verifies that you are over the age, whoever you are. And you are and who you say you are. And you are who you say you are. And that's all the details it needs to have. Like, I mean, you know, I understand where the trap is coming from with your pa- I, like. I don't think I particularly want to give out my passport, although I had to do that with Revolut, I think. Yeah, I did it with Revolut, uh, yep. And not, not yeah. only, by the way, with Revolut, you have to give your passport. They also then get you to take a photograph of yourself in the That's little circle. Right, yes. It's a nightmare actually yeah. getting your head into that circle. And, uh, then, and then and then they, they, they verify one against the other to make sure you are who you say you are. Yeah. And I must have refused about 10 pictures of mine. I was like, oh, holy mother. Come on, <laughs> just take what you well, you know, well, isn't this the point Pat is making, that we do that anyway? So our information yeah. is out there in the clouds somewhere, either way. Oh, absolutely. Exactly. And it's, Like, if the Russians want to get your information, they'll get your information, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, but I just think we need to start thinking about the, the younger people in our society. You know, they're, they're open to every bit of muck and dirt that's going on out there, and they're open to predators, and they're open to all sorts of things. We have to start safeguarding them. So if we have to give us a little bit of our information that you're not particularly comfortable with, I think that's what we're going to have to do, you know. And, and I, I get that, but we need a balance. And there's a very, it's a difficult balance to try and protect children and give adults their freedom at the same time. And I get the point that Dylan is making, that you go, see on Twitter or Facebook, you might have whistleblowers that will come out and say something because they can say it with anonymity. Um, knowing that nobody will know who they are and it gets it out there. You know, I've seen stories of women who've come out and said they were raped by certain people or whatever it is and it gets that information out there for other people to come forward. Yet, if you have a situation where people have to upload their identification, that's going to stop. So it creates but a chilling is, effect. But but it, but it, the, the information would have to be kept uh, in, in a third party, as you said, yes. under GDPR because your information, you, like they can't just go in and release your information. Like the whole thing about the European bring, you're bringing in the GDPR is that your your information has to be safeguarded. So, you know... Yeah, but how many safe- how many times... You, I, I, I know that, you know that, but I can tell you now, in most organisations, GDPR is not being recognised properly. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know then how where the balance comes in, but like the public service card, it, it, it gives you your name, it gives you your picture... That, and it says you're over 18. And it says, if you're under 18, it tells you what age they are under the age. 
there's something like that would be suggested. Yeah, okay, so let me just go back to Dylan on that. Sorry, Dylan, what Breida's saying makes a bit of sense because it would be third-party companies that would look after. For example, on our website, for our subscribers on our website, we have no idea of people's passwords, their credit card details, their debit card details. We have nothing to do with that. We can't even see it. It's done by a third-party company. In other words, we don't have that information. So, you know, if somebody was to put up something or write something or, you know, as, you know, Mickey124, I've no idea who they are. I've no idea what their, their payment information is. I have nothing about it because it's not up to me. We don't look after that. We pay another company to do that. So in saying that, Dylan, you're, you still have that anonymity. You can still go on Twitter, you know, under an assumed name. Yes, you've given your verification, but nobody's going to get that information unless, of course, you defame somebody. No? Is, is that a fair point, Dylan? Sorry. No, yeah, sorry, sorry. I'm muted. Um, yeah, no, I, th- I think it is a fair point. And you come back with the, the public services card having, having minimal information. Um, you know, it, it is probably a better idea than showing your passport. passport. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, there has to be some safeguards. Maybe, maybe it is possible to have a card issued to people where we could show minimal, minimal information. I, yeah, I wouldn't I agree so. with the passport then. Okay, so what, just a photograph, date of birth, and your name? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm just forget, Dylan. Dylan, if somebody wants to stop your, your, your close down your bank account, your money, all they have to do is go to the revenue. They have all your details. Mm. Tax man has everything. But the taxman has every, all your details. It has your name, your address, your PPS number, yeah. your bank account details, everything else. So you're saying about what they did to the truckers in Canada. If we were to go down, if, if somebody wants to go down that road here, like it, and in the government side of things, all they have to do is contact the revenue, who are a government body. No, but they wouldn't know who your name is. If Dylan went on yeah, tomorrow yeah. As, as Tiddlywinks 453 and start putting up stuff about no, the government. that's fine. Yes, that's yeah. fine. But I'm saying if you went on, you're talking about, you don't want to, if you want to go on as your own name, you mm. know, your worry is that you could be stopped down the road, whatever. But I mean, like, there's loads of ways somebody that can get, get at you if they want to get at you. So I just yeah, think... I, I just think it's a slippery slope. Kind of, um, you know, it starts with this and then where does it go? Mm. See, that's the, that's a, the problem, well, really. If we, you know, yeah, and, and there, is a, there is a balance between your privacy here and you do have a right to privacy. I mean, the information yeah. you give to banks that's being given voluntarily by you, you know what I mean? So you do, you have, yeah. a, you have a right to privacy and these are private I companies. Don't. You know what I mean? Sorry, Pat. Yeah, we, can, we, can, we, can, um, we can safeguard our children in other ways. We can do what Florida has done now, the governor of Florida. Any paedophile that's caught even communicating with a child that was proven has the death sentence. As simple as that. If you do that two or three times, they'll all change their minds. Simple. Yeah, that's, that's quite radical, actually, isn't it? Yeah, they want to give the death penalty to anybody um, who's yeah. caught oh, involved yeah. in paedophilia. Yeah, but the problem yeah. is, uh, the problem is with that is that a lot of them don't think they've ever done anything wrong. And I, I, like, I'm not going to go down the road how I know all that, but, I mean, I know somebody who's, uh, whose whole attitude was, so they enjoyed it. Oh, so God. he wouldn't have cared about that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like, if he got the death penalty, he'd care about it quickly enough, wouldn't he? Well, you see, but he might and he might not. Because, like, how many people in, in America are on death row for how long before they ever, it ever even happens? So they're still sitting in their little cell thinking they're tossed and whatever else, but they've still managed to do the harm 
they've done to the poor kids before they get in there. Yeah, I, I think it, I, I personally believe as a Sanchez would be better off bringing in, you know, laws like if you're caught, you know, uh, having sex with minors or trying to inveigle minors or being a paedophile, essentially, that you just should have your penis removed. And I think exactly. that, yeah, yeah, that's uh, always, yeah, yeah. Put uh, it off, and yeah, then you're no danger. Yeah, let you wander yeah. around for the next 60 years of your life with no penis, you know with what I mean? nothing, yeah. 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 Wonderful. Absolutely. That would be far, far <laughs> better punishment than, than putting them on death row. Yeah, I think we get yeah. more pleasure out of that. Let me just go to Angela. Angela, hi, how are you? <laughs> Can somebody tell me how would they go for a wee-wee if they did that? To a tube or something, I don't know. I, don't, I personally yeah, don't care. A hole between their legs or something. I don't know. They'd have, they'd have to do it like a woman and squat. Anyway. Yeah, that's it, you know, everybody's jaw. Yeah. But, um, no, I'm actually all for it. I'm all for it. Um, I think the the worst thing that Facebook have done recently is bring in this anonymous member mm. thing that on pages now you can put up posts and you're anonymous and you're this. I think it's great. It's so the crap I've ever come across. Um, I've nothing to hide. I've nothing to hide. I'm not going to go out there and defame someone and, you know, say what I want about somebody without there being repercussion. I'm, I'm not going to do that. And that's always been, it's always been my my thing, whether it's been pulled in by the guards, whether it's anything. I've nothing to hide. Do whatever you want. Fine. But my biggest thing about this is when it not stops the... You know, like going back, going back about six, seven years ago, a page was set up about me, right? And what I wasn't called <clears throat> on that page, that, that, like every name in the dictionary I was called, it was in regards to rugby and a couple of rugby players. Mm. And nothing could be done about that. Nothing. Because it was a fake name, fake address, fake IP. Well, you know, well, there, well if you go to enough trouble, you could probably find out who some of them are. But the problem is, is it worth the trouble? Firstly, the problem with defamation laws is if somebody goes online and says something about you, Angela, and it's disparaging, right? They call you names or whatever or, or make yeah. some sort of sexual comments in relation to you. You're absolutely within your rights um, to take a defamation case. But the problem is yeah. you have to hire a barrister and a solicitor. And that's firstly going to cost you 5000 minimum to draft papers yeah. for the for the high court, right? Now this yeah. is before you even get in a door of a high court, right? Then you yeah. have to then know, yeah. then you have to pay for those barristers to do what they call discoveries to find out who the individuals are if they're using you know a fake name online, so they'd have to contact Twitter or Facebook. That could take nearly a year uh, before you get that information, and that will cost you more money. And then you'll go to court, and the damages could be very little, if anything at all, unless you can prove it's really negatively damaged your 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 credibility. Yeah. And so, in other yeah. words, defamation cases, unless they're clear, cut and dry, they're not worth taking. Um, yeah. Unless yeah, they're was, cut and dry. It was clear. It yeah. was clear cause it was And then, by the way, and then the person who you're, who you're suing has to have money. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like, there'd be no point in you suing no. me. Yeah. <laughs> There's no point in you suing me. I don't have any money. <laughs> so you, yeah. wouldn't, you wouldn't get anything. You might get a judgment against me, but you wouldn't get anything. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So so what well, happens is, I unfortunately, with defamation cases, unless you're suing a big company, it's usually not worth yeah. it. You know? No, but the other thing is, it would look, you know, look into all this bullying online, um, 
threat online, all these phishing scams, people getting money. Every, and I, and I agree I agree with both you and Breda in relation to this, right? I don't have a major objection to it, apart from the fact I do agree with what Dylan said earlier on. It may create a chilling effect on free speech, which means that people would be afraid to put up stuff that may be true, or, you know, we might find out in two years' time that it's true. In other words, whistleblowers who go on confidently knowing they're anonymous. Do you understand what I'm saying? No, I yeah, but if you use something like the public service card, Niall, you know, that would eliminate an awful lot of that. Because then it's, once you've just verified that you are who you are, as you said, then you can go up and put whatever name. I can be Reds or 154 or whatever. Do you know what I'm mm. saying? Is that your name, by the way? Reds or 154? No, 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 no. Reds or 154. But that's it exactly. It's, it's a thing of, it's just so you can be traced. And if I have nothing to hide, I don't give a Like, you know, all these, you know, all the ones who are saying, oh, get the vaccine there. You know, this 5G, they're tracing it. If their lives are that sad that they want to trace me off with them, because they're tracing <laughs> it's a waste of time. <laughs> There's nothing worth finding out. <laughs> There's nothing worth. If some poor dog is sitting there going, oh, let's see who she's talking of. There's who she's talking to that violent again. You know what I mean? I have nothing to hide. And the way I look at it is, if you are so staunch about your beliefs and your opinions, why do you want to hide them? Okay, well, so we'll stay there for a second. Let me go to Alan. Alan, how are you doing? How are you doing? Hey, okay, Listen, Alan, that, that's a fair point. Why would you want to hide who you are if, you're, if you believe in what you say? It's not about hiding, right? As far as I can see, a great visionary nearly 100 years ago, predicted all this. George Orwell predicted all this, and slowly but surely, we have become more and more compliant with any direction that people want us to do. And the younger generations are the most compliant. In fact, oh, they've been conditioned agree. to be no. the most compliant. The younger, no. the, younger, the younger generations are becoming more compliant. They give oh, any much. information to be part of any social media or any, I, any financial I, agreement no. there. Now, now what they do well, is... They, now no, well, is they do, Breda, they do, because they're more used to doing it. We're less no, used to doing it, so we kind of object and grumble about it. What's I more, Noel, they... questions everything that's going on around the world. Everything. She doesn't take it all as, as, as per se or whatever else, including, you know, what happened during COVID and everything else. And she was only 18 at the time when the hall started, or 19. Like, and her friends question stuff. Like, they're not, they don't just sit Yeah, there but like they would be, a, I mean, Alan is right. They would be a lot more compliant than we would be because we were never used to having to give that information out. Okay, but so, well, hang on. Just let me go back to okay. Alan just, just for a second. So, oh, Alan, yeah. okay, so, I mean, look, this has come from Commissioner Mon, um, who are the new yeah. broadcasting authority, essentially, but they're, they're now responsible for online safety and social media and everything else. And people thought, okay, when they said last week, we're doing this for porn sites for to protect children. Most people mm -hmm. kind of went, okay, I kind of get that, okay? Now they're okay. saying it's not just porn sites, it's social media as well. So that will cover Twitter, Facebook, everything right. else. So so you so wouldn't be happy is, to hand over your passport or driver's license? No. So what they're doing is they're using what's known as the greater good to bring in a law and a, another way of monitoring. So we're all be, oh, that's okay. We're all be complicit with it. Yeah, sure, it's for the children. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Now it's for the children. That's grand. So it's a great one. It's like a, it's like a, a golden carrot to make you do, make you change. Do it, do it, do it. Okay, and we all do it. Now, when somebody then decides that they want to have free speech and they want to say what they want to do, we will be using this as protection as well. But there'll also be somebody there that will use it to silence people. No, I that's always been that. the way. That listen, every invention has been. Will you be used as a weapon against somebody? No matter, no matter how much good it brings, it will always bring bad as well. I'd be fairly, I'd be fairly wary of it. And Ireland, Ireland again, I don't know why we always have to be the first to do everything, Brida and Angela. Ireland will be the first to do this. And, and a lot of countries are now watching Ireland to see how Ireland going to do this. They suggested it in the, the UK a couple of years ago, but it never went any further than a suggestion. Um, but now Ireland will be but the first you, country to do it. But has the UK now not brought in laws that you have to be... 16 or older before you can go onto any social media. They're, well, they're discussing that at the moment, yes, and they'll have a result for that at the end at the end of the month. But that still yeah. doesn't involve using your identification yet. Now, I don't know what that means. But how, how will they? How well, will I, they I don't know. know. Well, well, at the moment, well, at the moment, well, here, here's the thing: at the moment, you have to be 13 to use social media. Now, they're just going to increase it to 16. Um, but to use social media to be 13, but an 11 year old can sign up to social media tomorrow because you don't have to prove it. You just say yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, Angela, go ahead. Alan, can I ask what type of freedom of speech would you like to put up that you wouldn't like to be identified for? You should be able to express your opinion regardless of what. No, it is. hold on. No, no, no. No, no, no. You can but as no, hold on, let me finish. As no, Noel said, on. you have to be. You, you have to hold on. You have to, let me answer. But what I'm asking is, what? Oh, we're losing Angela there. Okay, so she's basically saying. Sorry. What would you say? Oh, go ahead. Well, look, what I'm what I'm saying is, is that you have to be like, as Noel said earlier on, you are responsible for your for what you say. So if you're going to express your opinion, you have to be be aware of the fact that you're responsible for your actions. The simple stuff. Yeah, but but currently, Alan, at the moment, now I am because obviously I'm verified on Twitter and all that kind of stuff, right? And and people know who I am and I use my real name. But yeah, a lot of people are not responsible for what they say. And I agree also, because they're in, they're completely anonymous. They use fake names. They use fake email addresses to set up the account. Um, I don't know. They might even do it from an internet cafe or something like that. If they still exist. Um, so and well, or no, they use VPNs. But no, they're tracking. Uh, systems that can track mobile phones. Oh, I know. Ah, they can track on, computers. Nine, nine. We don't need to be. Yeah, we don't that, need to be given yeah, our passports Alan, for that. No, but Alan, there's the freedom. Alan, freedom. One second now. Alan, Sorry, there's the freedom of speech thing, right? Well, there's also yeah. you're having a thirteen-year-old child, right, sitting there on social yeah. media chatting to a fifty-year-old man who's pretending to be. A 16-year-old or a 14-year-old. Okay, Angela, and that's exactly what I'm saying. They can't just say, okay, everybody's going to give their passport and ID to join social media. No, they have to put something in there to give great or good. Sorry, Breda, you wanted to say something to Alan there. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like... Sorry, Breda, go ahead. We talked about this before. Sorry, Alan. Like, th th that group yeah. that set up was allowed set up, I think it was a Russian-based one, Ask, Ask FM. Ask FM, yeah, yeah. Like, my daughter was, was bullied on that, and I thankfully found out. But there was no way that that could be shut down. It took them a long time to get rid of it. 
And I, every, mm. every nasty person that could be on, on, on it was on it. If there was some kind of a, a, a setup, and I, I, I don't necessarily want to put out my passport number and everything else, but like the public service card, something on that basis, that at least they have some way maybe of tracking back and shutting down someone that's been vile and nasty and hurtful. That's all I'm okay, saying. Okay, well, I, I, would ag- I would agree, but there are other systems available to, to you but know, like governments that can do that. But like the Listen, they're able to track for that ask at them was ran for years, years, and there was poor yeah. children that took their lives after being on it, and nobody could, couldn't trace it back. But that was because it was outside, because obviously it was operating from outside the country. Yeah. Well, I'm, yes, but there has to be some way that those kind of groups cannot set up in, in a country. See, I, I'm, I'm kind of agreeing with Alan and, and don't get me wrong, I don't agree with people going online and making defamatory remarks towards people or you know, or, or inciting violence or whatever it is, but I'm an advocate for yeah. free speech and if somebody wants to do that far away and do it, but you must be responsible for it to some degree. Yeah. But yeah. But, but here's the thing, I, I'm I'm wary, like Alan, of the idea of heading down the rocky road whereby you have to hand over your passport or driver's license just to go on Twitter uh, or, or Facebook or whatever it happens to be. Because where is that going to lead to? What's that going to lead to next? You know, and, and then, you know, are you going to be responsible for just having an opinion? Or what happens, as I mentioned earlier on, if a whistleblower, you know, wants to say something and they're conscious of the fact that they're anonymous and they can say it, but if they're not anonymous and they've handed over their passport already to set up the account, no matter if they are Reds or 543, but they've handed over their passport to, to set up the account, well, they're conscious that somebody knows who they are. That's enough to stop yes, them from but, saying but something. that's why I'm saying, we don't, why does it have to be your, like, let's set up some sort of a card system that just has your name and your age and verifies you're over the age that you should be. Well, do me, well, do me a favor, stay there, Breda and Alan. I want to come to Christine and Pat in a second too, just to go take a quick break. Niall Boylan has been told to shut up from the time he was in school. But all through his life, they just keep telling him to shut up. But not anymore. Because now he has his own live podcast. The Niall Boylan Podcast. All right, let me just stay there, both Alan and Breida. Let me just go to Pat if I can. I'm going to come to Christine then. Pat, hi, how are you? How are you, Niall? Thanks for having me on. Good, Pat. I mean, Pat, would you agree with the idea of handing over your passport or driver's license to set up a social media account? No, I don't. Okay. And I'll explain why. For those people I just listened earlier on, just digress slightly. For those people who say, I have nothing to hide. It's not about you. It's about the tools you're giving to a state, a state that's unaccountable. And those tools will always be mismanaged and used to usurp our freedoms. All democracies tend to go towards tyranny. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when the tyranny starts off, it starts off basically because democracy um, espouses freedom. Freedom to do whatever it is you wish to do. But the problem with that freedom is that it can be overly free mm-hmm. in that it progresses from there into I have the freedom to call myself what I want and you have to obey me. So that freedom then goes further and further. So, no, hang on, just bear with me. The point is that too much freedom will lead to tyranny. And we have a problem there with the tyranny is that once you give the state the tools to conduct tyranny, they'll use it. 
So it started off with an emotional argument saying that it is about porn and they want to stop children getting porn. If I want to get RT Russia Today or Sputnik and find out what the Russians are saying about the war in Ukraine, I can't get them. I can't get them anywhere in the so-called Western world. They're banned. Now, how is it that they can do that for a war and they are just hiding what the other side have to say, mm-hmm. making yeah. me look like a child and you look like a child because the state is saying, oh, you can't hear that because it's not good for you. You're limited, in the, amount of, yes, you're limited in the amount of information yes. you're given. Well, some people refer <coughs> to that as propaganda, limited. yeah. Yes, but why can't they do that for porn? They can, but they won't. Problem, reaction, solution. Well, we, well we've done it. I, I mean, in relation to the porn- pornography, as people well yeah. know, if, you know, Pirate Bay was a very popular website at one stage where people would download movies mm-hmm. and everything else. Uh, there is no ISP provider in Ireland now where you can get on to Pirate Bay unless you use a proxy server or a VPN. So, in other words, it is possible to block it in the mainstream. Now, people will always find a way around things if they try hard enough. But in the mainstream, it's popular or it's easy enough to restrict access to a website or restrict access to anything if they want to. Yes, but they don't do it. And the question is why. And the answer is they're bringing in these new rules for our safety. God forbid that we can't control our own safety. But they're bringing in these rules on based on emotional attachments so that they can force through other tools that will then control us and what we say on the political spectrum. Mm-hmm. The Let alone on the, the, the so-called greater good. <clears throat> but the difficulty I have with it is, is that, it, it, look, <clears throat> if, pe- people, if anybody has a driver's license on them, take it out right now, this instant. Take it out, turn on the, the torch on your mobile phone. Turn the, the face, you know, the picture up and shine the torch from behind the driver's license. Go to the top right-hand corner and you'll see an embedded chip. And when you follow that chip around, just look at the three or four lines that go right around the entire edge of the driver's license. That's a refid chip. That can be read at up to 50 yards away. And it has your PPSN number on it. And nobody knows I wasn't there. aware of that. I didn't. No, take it. Well, well I'll do it. No, I, I'll, do it, I'll do it after the show. But I, 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 yeah, get I one of your producers to do it while they're listening. But it's there anyway. The point I'm getting at is, is that that has first. been put in place. <laughs> You'll see it. When you see it, you go, good God, why is that there? I actually asked NDLS, which is an NGO, I asked them what it was doing there. None of the staff... So, so remind me, in. okay, so I'll do it, I'll have a look after the show, and people can do it now while they're listening if they wanted to verify what you yeah. said is true. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether it's true or not. So, but, I mean, so what you're saying is, on the, the top right-hand corner of a driver's license... Yeah. If you, you have your, 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 picture, your face pointing yeah. towards you. Yeah. And shine the torch on behind your mobile it. phone through, behind it, yeah. so it, you know, the light's coming through. Yeah. And somewhere around the word authority... <laughs> yeah, the driving yeah, exactly. license authority is on the top. Yeah, written on the top. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> so somewhere it says road safety authority. Yeah, and in around there you'll see the um, you see the microchip. And our government never told us it was there. It's been there for over twelve years. Ah, would you stop, Pat? I don't. I, I, I don't. I, 
Well, I, I, no, no, I, no, I got my producer to have a quick look now. I don't know what he has his driver's license. The reason I'm saying the reason I'm saying it is that I actually had to replace. Yeah, no, no, he's, got, he's doing it now. He's in my ear. He's telling me he's going to do it now. Anyway, but aside from that, okay. So I know I under I understand. And by the way, every conspiracy theory turns out to be fact six years later. We all know that, right? Uh, well, almost all of them, anyway. Um, apart from the world being flat. Um, but so in saying that. I do understand, and I do. I'm I'm a very critical thinker. If somebody says something to me, I don't just dismiss them or write them off because I tell mm-hmm. you why. I learned pretty quickly that was the wrong thing to do, and I tell you what. I had a caller used to call into the radio all the time. His name is Joseph, and I'm going to be mm-hmm. honest with you. I regret it now. I used to say Joseph, I would go out of that and put your tinfoil hat on you, and I used to say that to him all the time. And he used to come on the air and say things now. In six years' time, there'll be a virus. We'll all end up having to have a passport to go in and out of shops, to go in and out. And I kind of laughed at him. I used to laugh at this guy. And it was like he was predicting the future. This is seven or eight years ago. And I only spoke to him there recently again. And almost everything he had said to me at the time came true. Now, whether that's coincidental or whether by design, but it all came true. And and since then, I said, I'm never going to write off anything any says to me, anyone that says to me anymore. I'll always critically think everything. Okay, but... I, I get the point that you and Alan are making about, you know, privacy and, you know, and you don't want to give the government that much power because then you go down this kind of dystopian route and I get all of that. Mm-hmm. But I also do, well, there are, I do agree that we have to do something to protect children. Well, I just, yeah, it's agreed. But here's the thing. I was on um, Facebook and I was in a rather heated discussion with an individual in the comment section of the page. And this guy just would not let go. And I said in the my comment, you know, you're like a dog with a bone. You just won't give it up. I got a two-week ban. Wow. Now, if they can do that, yeah. If they can do that because I compare... I, compare well, I, I got a one-week ban from Facebook, going back about seven years <laughs> ago. Um, and, and the reason... Um, because I, I was referencing another post. It was around the time of the Black Lives Matter. It must be about nine years ago. The Black Lives Matter movement had started up. And I just said, hashtag yeah. all lives matter. And I, yeah. got, and I got banned well, from Facebook for a week. Yeah. See, the, the thing is that they can do it if they want. The other aspect of it is I can go on my my machine here, the, the, the iPad or the phone or whatever, and I can access free porn within 30 seconds, less. Now, if that free porn was banned and it had to be credit card only, you'd see a massive decline in the, the, the use of it. I get you. I'm, I need to go stay there with me, please, Alan and Pat. I need to go to Morris in a second. By the way, I don't believe there's a producer in the year. In my ear, he said his socks are blown off. He said, you're 100% correct. He's put a light behind his driver's license and he can see the shape <laughs> of his chip. He said it looks about the size of a SIM card. Yes, and if you put that in the microwave, it'll blow. Okay, okay. I, I genuinely didn't know that. And I'm going to have to have a look when I'm finished to tell myself of my own as well. Let me go to Morris. Morris, hi. How are you doing? Niall, how are you doing? Yeah, I have one of those new licenses. You know, the, there's like a credit card. Is that the one you Yeah, yeah. The one with the credit card. The one with the hologram on it. Yeah. Yeah, it has my photograph on the left-hand side of it. Um, yeah. Okay, well, it's, then, well... It's like a plastic. It's like a lump of plastic. A plastic uh, license. Like a credit card. Okay, if you look, if you look, my producer's telling me, if you go to the NDLS logo, the logo where it says NDSL, yeah, if you, if you yeah, if you put a torch behind it, 
you can right. see the shape of it, according to him. Now, I'm, I'm, I haven't seen it myself, so I don't know, and I can't verify yeah. what it is, and I haven't got a statement from them to say what it is. But okay. I am going to look into it, by the way, because <laughs> I'm now yeah, intrigued. Like said, um, you know the way people were talking earlier on, before we get on to the, uh, privacy or not, uh, a guy can sit outside my house and knock it out of his car and read the meter, the ESB electric meter or the water meter, because there's a chip in it. Yeah, with a wife. You don't have to get out and open up the wall anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So they can do anything. So if it's on the license, they will, there you go. They, they know exactly where you are and they can pinpoint you. But I recall there, I was talking to one of your researchers. I remember Leo Varadkar had a false account on Twitter and he was pollying himself around on various different government That was an accusation that he was made and he was liking all his own posts, etc., etc. Yeah. But yeah, uh, exactly. Stephen Donnelly was you know, accused of doing the same thing as well, by the way, if you remember. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, so, you know, why would you, why would you allow a government that wasn't selected by the people to rule you and say, well, listen, we're going down this road, you better comply or else. But I think we all are knackered anyway. Do you know what they're going to do? They're going to get revenue to collect the TV license, so you won't have any well, saying the matter. Oh, that's like the in. local properties. Yeah, like the property tax. Mm-hmm. Like I got caught for property tax. I owe a thousand. I'm a staunch believer. I shouldn't be taxed for owning my own house. And they put their hand in my pocket every year and take three hundred, four hundred quid. Mm-hmm. And I, I ran up a bill of a thousand. I wouldn't pay it. And they came into my wages and they got it all out. I couldn't believe it. So. You know, the TV license will go the same way. Anything they want off you, they'll take through revenue. Yeah. But if should you have to, you know, given up your private and personal information to go on a broadcasting system? I don't think so. Twitter, Twitter is gone. It's dead. X is dead. I don't know what's going to happen. No, I've never done Facebook X, in my life. X has more traffic now. Now, obviously, they're struggling with advertisers. Um, yeah, but, exactly. But, yeah, yeah, but they've more traffic than they've ever had. More traffic now. Yeah, they're I know, busier every, than every time. Every Tom, Dick, and Harry and Scruff bag is on it. The amount of bots that come onto my Twitter yeah. page. Hey, do you want to have sex, honey? Do you want to have? I've blocked <laughs> more. I've, mo- I've blocked more people than I've had blind fucking dates now. To be honest with you, I know. I know. There's always one and on every thread. How are you, sexy? I tell you what. There was a gay guy. There was a gay guy on the on the Twitter, and he put up a tweet. Right, he's well known within the Irish society. Uh, I'm heading over to such a place. Um, anybody, any ideas? And I said, yeah, if you're up near Newcastle, go into this certain pub. It's a great pub. They love the Irish and they love the dubs, right? Yeah. Within five minutes, I'd have built fucking 200 hits. A gay fella's tried to come on to me <laughs> because I made a comment to a gay fella. Right. I couldn't believe it. You see the way they followed the traffic. So Okay. You know, but, but, should you, but should you have to, you don't believe you should have to verify who no, you are? No, I don't think I should. No, I don't think I should. And the day, the day they want you to pay for porn, get off. The, so if that's all you're on it for, Go and play with yourself or get a fucking VHS tape. Okay, and the, the and the idea that they're bringing it in under the guise of protecting children because there's always a you, guise. You've had people on your show already before the podcast and since you're on a radio show, nine-year-olds with smartphones are watching porn. They've lost the plus. They've already, the kids are corrupted. Forget about it. You're chasing the horse that's already bolted. Right, okay. So you believe there's no point? And your kids are cleverer than us anyway. They'll figure out how to do it without the verification. It's about controlling us. It's about making us comply. We're the little hens that are brought out every day. Let them feed them water, then put them back into their box with the rest of the night. Stay there for a second. Let me go to Christine. Thanks, Morris, for that. Appreciate it. Uh, Let me go to Christine. Christine, hi. How are you? Good morning, Ed. How are you? How are you doing? You've heard Pat, absolutely not. Morris says absolutely not. But Brita and Angela were all for it. 
No, I like I can see from both points of view. I'm very equal and open-minded. Like, um, but I don't believe you should have to like put up like a personal document if they want to bring something like this into play. They should give like something like even for a job interview. You don't have to state your date of birth on it anymore. You don't have to state. But that's for discrimination birth. reasons. That's because it, you yeah, should, yeah, that's but, because you should be discriminated. Saying, be ageist. You shouldn't. Be, like, but why? Why don't yeah, you have to ha- do it for if a job you're working in? But you have to do it. Oh, on you do. Media. Like, no, well, hang on, hang on. For most jobs, you have to provide a passport. No, but I'm saying you don't have to put down your date of birth. So on your CV, and I, di- I didn't know that only till recently. Well, no, that's, when that's when you're there. making an application for the job you don't have to put down. But if you do get the job, you have to provide a passport, a driver's license for yeah, an application. Yeah, you do, yeah. yeah. But I, I don't believe, like, I'm not going to put my passport online for, I don't know, who's working behind the computer system that would have access to my passport and see... Okay, can, and I, can, like I ask, can I ask you, and I'm only giving you the alternate arguments, by the way, it's not that I agree with it, right? But yeah, have you ever yeah. booked a flight online? I don't know. I haven't. My mother and my partner has booked flights. I have never booked a flight. I have oh, yeah. a few house to use stuff like that. Okay, but, but, like, but, I, mo- I, but most I, people, most people have, Christine, have booked a flight online. When you book a flight, you give your passport number. That's going on holidays. That's not giving someone that's like... But you're still giving uh, a private I, company your information. What I'm saying is we do that all the time, naturally, anyway. We're okay with doing that. If you open up a Revolut account online, you have to use your passport or driver's license to verify your identity. So verifying your identity online is, is nothing new. It's not a new thing. Now, I understand what Pat is saying. And I, and I, by the way, I completely agree with Pat. And I agree with everything that's been said by most people today. Obviously, I'm just giving you the alternate argument that we do already provide a lot of information to people and private companies online anyway. I just think it's a bit far with like you with Facebook and Twitter and all the rest of it and stuff like that. That I don't believe that like it's someone you don't know who it is ha- having your passport. Like, mm. and I do believe that like if a child or someone like not say teenagers, boys and girls or whatever it is that are like ex- they don't know if they're gay, straight, whatever they are, and they want to access porn online to figure out who they are, whatever. They're going to do it. It's about the control you have over them. If like if if my son, if I seen this, like he's only eight now, so but, like when he gets to a teenager, if I if I found out that he was watching porn, I'd be like trying to you know find a, a website that would say be somewhat appropriate and be like, look, if you're going to do it, I want to know what you're doing and how you're doing it. You know what I mean? I'm not like, obviously you, you try stop him. That would be the natural thing to do. But if they're going to do it, if they're going to do it, they're going to do it anyway. And if they're doing it behind your back, you don't know what websites they're on, what they're going to sign up to, everything like that. Are are you on social media, Christine, yourself? Would you be on Facebook or Twitter? Are you on Twitter? I'm no, I'm not on Twitter. I haven't a clue how to use it. When it first opened many, many moons ago, I did have an account, but Jeannie, that was going back like 10 years ago, I okay. think it was. So it's mainly Facebook you just use, yeah? Yeah, me, I use Facebook and Instagram, yeah. Yeah, well, Facebook, I'm assuming your Facebook account is under your real name, Christine, is it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Well, so people know who you are anyway. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But in saying that, like, you know, there was, like, there, if, if, if I, if there's people out there, you know, like, people that set up, like, you know, uh, double pages and stuff yeah. like that. Um, and stuff like that. Say, so if, if my partner now is he, for instance, he doesn't have Facebook, he uses mine. And he'll comment on stuff, he'd say, Shane here. Do you know what I mean? He wouldn't, he has a Facebook account, he just doesn't have a phone or anything. But he hasn't used it in ages, so we just kind of like, not like our names aren't the same on it, you know? It's my name on it, it's my Facebook. So, like, both. 
because he doesn't use his one, he hasn't used it in years, like. So he he comments off mine if there was something up he liked, and he'd be like, oh, Shane, here, or whatever, do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, I, I get you. Just let me finally go to Bernie on this. Bernie, hi, how are you? I'm grand. And the question was again? Um, would you object to, you know, using your passport or your driver's license to open or use social media? To open an yes, account? Yes, I do object. You would do object? Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I do object. And yeah. why do you object when... when the argument that's being made is is to protect everybody, including children. Um, but the argument being made is is that you must be responsible for what you say. In other words, if you defame somebody or you say something, you know, that's untrue about somebody, well, then you must be responsible for it. So they have to find a way of finding out who you are. Yeah, but now the thing I think about it, maybe I'm really old-fashioned, but you know when you started off, we all started off with our accounts, you know, Gmail, Hotmail, whatever we have. That information, we, we gave all our date of birth and details back in the day for them. And surely that's adequate. We still work those accounts and we pay for things and we do things with them. Mm. Surely that's enough information. Our passport is kind of personal to us and our birth certs. They're personal to us. The person They identify who we are as people. No, I, 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 know, I know they do. But we, we do give up those documents on a regular basis to different companies because we have to. You know what I mean? Including yeah. airlines, including booking tickets on airlines, including open bank accounts, you know, and all that kind of stuff, you know. Or... They're, specifically, they're specifically for things that we are using, whereas porn and all those things, like they, they, they're in a, they, to me, they're a blatant abuse of women mm. and, and sex. They demean everything that is sexual and private to people. And what about social media? What about, say, Twitter or Facebook? Would you object to giving them your driver's license or passport? Yeah, I would. I, I don't think, I mean, that that's my choice to go on them. And if I have to pay a fee, I don't know, I don't know how you work them. I don't have them. Okay. I don't, you know. No, there's no fee. I don't think they are free at the moment, yeah. Yeah, but you know what I mean? It's, it's, they already <laughs> can face so other many things. And it's, there's so much abuse and things. I'd prefer to see security measures uh, improved on mm. these websites and medias. Because I really think that they we really are going down a dark hole with all this A1 or AI, AI whatever you call it. AI, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you never know what's real anymore, really, to be honest. No, I mean, honestly, we have to pull or take a step back and be realistic in reality and look and say, okay, they're personal to us. You know, those details are our details. We went to the trouble of buying a passport and making sure that our details were safe and, and, and honest and true. And then why would you get them to some site that could be, you know, use it in the most dark webs or whatever the things that are out there? I'm really unsure and I'm scared of them. So yeah. I would be very anxious. Well, well, mind you, I've learned a lot today, by the way, from Pat in particular. I learned about this chip on a driver's license, which I never knew about up until today. I didn't even know there was a chip on it. Um, and thank you, Pat, for informing me. And I'm, I'm actually looking here now on the driver's license website, which verifies, by the way, there is a chip. What information will be stored on the microchip on the card? And this is from the official website. The card will have a chip on it uh, that da uh, the data it holds relates to the production of the card and not to the holder. By January 2014, the data on the face of the card will also uh, be contained on the chip to provide an additional layer of security. Then they say, one of the questions, will the chip contain data about traffic offences, penalty points and disqualification? The card will have a chip on it. The data holds uh, relates to the production of the card and not the holder. By January 20, so the report says the same thing again. At present, there are no plans to put any information yeah, on the chip. Yeah, 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 they, back. yeah. yeah go ahead. Go yeah. ahead, Pat. It's, sorry. Yeah, thanks. No, it's, um, it says there's no plans. In other words, there's no plans now. There is a whistleblower from a German insurance company. I'll keep it brief as I can. The German insurance company 
sent a letter to a an individual called, if I think of it in a minute, as I will. Um, <clears throat> it's, a, it's, a, it's a Facebook page, and it's this guy, Jeff Boy's Cars, and he read it out. And in the middle of it, now I didn't know, I knew, I've known about this um, chip for years, but I didn't know what it was for. But in the middle of his presentation, which takes about 10 minutes, so it's Jeff Boy's Cars, I'm not trying to test yeah. cars, but... The the conversation he had, or the, the, what he read out was that all cars are going digital in the future. Yeah. And when you're disqualified from driving, now disqualification can be that you've eaten too much meat and your carbon credits are gone through the roof, or it can be... That's a possible um, future, all right, yeah. yeah. Yes, and... Or you've the, taken too many flights this year. Yeah. Correct. Or it could be that you were, you went one kilometre over the speed limit. So the point I'm getting at is that if your car, your engine will be stopped because from 2035, all car engines will have to speak to, you know, electronically, of course, yeah. speak to the speed limits. So all speed signs will have a transmitter in them and all engines will slow down to the speed limit that's there. And um, it's voluntary, of course, but if you don't do it, you're going to be screwed. So the point is that they will have the systems in place that the engines are controlled by someone outside of your car. So that your... So in other words, if you're banned from driving and you get in with your driver's license in your pocket and you're banned, your car won't start. Correct. That, that system okay. is already available to, to your... Be, oh, I'm absolutely sure that technology yeah. is there already. Yeah. yeah. No, and, and I, I don't... Pal, I don't doubt you for a minute because if somebody had to say to me 20 years ago what's going on today, for example, I would have been horrified. The only people that were stopping us from talking many years ago was the Catholic Church and we give out about that and now we're going back down the same route again and we have a government now wanting to bring in legislation to shut us up as well. So, yes. yeah, but sorry, listen, I, I, I've run out of time unfortunately but Pat, thank you for that little insight by the way, Pat. I know people can make what they want out of it. Um, but I have no doubt that things in the future are going to change radically and yes, I am concerned when we start bringing in legislation for verification of identity identification or speech or whatever it happens to be, that there is, you know, no end to that, that it just keeps going on and on and getting worse and worse until we get into some sort of dystopian world. And I think, Bernie, you're quite concerned about that too, for the future of your grandchildren as well, that you don't want to live in a world where they're completely controlled. No, I don't. And uh, I think it's back to the ass and cart and, you know, wearing the tinfoil hat in your head. <laughs> you know, it's getting ridiculous. You know, it's gone, it's gone so, far, so fast past us all. Like, I mean, I'm trying to catch up with all the other things every day and I find it very tra- challenging on a daily basis to even acknowledge things and work things out and I'm a human being and yeah. I don't know how I'm going to cope in, in 2035 if I, you know, I mean, honestly, it's scary. Um, my grandchildren and all the people coming after me, they, I don't know how this is going to evolve. This is not the world I kind of want them to evolve into. Yeah, well, I, well the, the one thing I'm worried about is what Pat spoke about there a few minutes ago. And we're already seeing it being used in some countries, on trials in other countries, which is these, uh, you know, carbon credits and all this kind of nonsense. And we've seen the credit system in China where people literally are not allowed into a shopping centre because they've already used up their credits, their social credits. In other words, if you're bold in society. <laughs> but look, I can't even work out the state that the bins. Like, I can't still work out to figure out the, yeah. the you know, the blue and the grey. Gobby with I the old days, he just burned the rubbish in the fire or throw it in a plastic bag in the bin. I would just take it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, 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 there wasn't anything wrong with that lifestyle. And now I'm so obsessed about how much weight, how do they do it? You yeah. know, and that's, and, and, and I try to educate myself, but it's so hard to get information on all these things. No, I, I couldn't agree with you more. It's, it's getting more and more complicated as we go on. Some of it is good. 
a lot of it is bad. Listen, thank you, Bernie. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Christine. Thank you to everybody who got involved in the show. Thank you, by the way, for supporting the show. Remember what I said to you earlier on? Yes, it was the busiest show we've ever had on record um, in relation to immigration. Immigration tends to be our busiest shows anyway. But yes, it was the busiest uh, since we've actually started. So many people both downloaded and watched it. Over 80,000 people either watched it live downloaded it from YouTube or from Spotify or Amazon or our website, whatever it happens to be. That's a lot of people. So much so that we normally take them down from Twitter and Facebook when we're finished the live show that you're watching now, it'll be deleted. And the reason for that is just to drive you to do it, to go to Spotify and go to our website because that's the only way that we can actually get any money out of you because it gets you to subscribe to the website. So the reason we take it down from Twitter because we want to give it to you for free every day, so that's what we do. But we take it down again once the show is over. But so much so, yes, it was such an important show, we felt we'd leave it up. So we left it up yesterday. So yesterday's show is actually on Twitter. You can watch the whole thing from start to finish. If you want to watch any of the other shows or the interviews that we don't stream live, by the way, they're available on our website, www.nileboylan.com. If you subscribe to a payment plan, which is five ninety nine a month, not an awful lot, it helps us to provide this platform every single day. Every day we pick one subscriber and that person gets a smug mug, which is one of these mugs. And as you can see, I have them there, but there's a new one. That's the older one. But mind you, it looks kind of similar to the new one. There it is there. Um, but on the back of it now, for the referendum, we have woman, adult, human, female. <laughs> That's our special referendum special mug. <laughs> anyway. Thank you to everybody who supports us. Please try and financially support us on the website, nileboylan.com. If you want to just give a one-off donation, we would really appreciate it. If it's a fiver or you're very wealthy and you think we provide a very good service here for people to have, you know, their open opinions and view or say whatever they want every single day uncensored, we'd really appreciate that donation if you want to give it to us. We'd be quite happy. And I can guarantee you it'll be put back into the show. Any money we get, we improve the show. Uh, we try and get better cameras to get better quality. We try to have faster uploads so as you can get it quicker. Um, everything we do, we every penny we get, we put back into it. And unfortunately, we're not actually covering our costs. We don't get paid for doing it. So please try and support us. Go to our website. Do it now, nileboylan.com. Thank you to everybody for supporting us. And if you can't afford to do that, I completely understand. It's, times are tough. The one thing I will ask you to do is tell a friend about the show. Share a link to the show from Twitter or Facebook or anywhere else just with a friend and tell them all about the show. We'll talk to you again tomorrow at 12. Until then, have a great day. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 085 100 2255. The Niall Boylan Podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms. 